0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. I got Bull in the studio.
1: How are you today, sir? Good morning. It's pretty good, not too bad. It's uh, a little chilly outside, but that's, you know, it's fall weather, so it's kind of starting to get nice. This is the perfect time to clean out any recycling that you have stored in garages or closets or drawers anywhere. And uh, we are in the middle of our one-day recycling season, so today is in Carlinville. They're there 9 to noon, and... uh,
0: I know my in-laws will be happy because that's where they live. It's Carlinville, yeah. so uh,
1: real convenient for them to go drop off, recycle. We do some of them where it's just us, and so it's just the electronic recycling. I'm not exactly 100% sure about this one, but a lot of the times it's also like a citywide clean-out oh. event, so they yeah. offer all kinds of – it's like a community day sort of thing <laughs> where a lot of people show up and we're usually in like some kind of assembly line. You just go through and we take whatever you're wanting to dispose of that fits within the electronic recycling category. If we don't accept it, if it's like cans of paint or light bulbs or something, we can typically at least point to where you would want to contact to dispose sure. of that stuff.
0: Sure, just in time for, you know, Black Friday. I know yep. it's
1: going to be here before you know it. Maybe
0: maybe get that old computer yep. and that you just need to get rid of to make room for possibly a new one for Christmas coming up.
1: Yep, we have plenty of machines. Uh, we have gotten ready for our Black Friday sale, which is the week before Thanksgiving. We will be offering up to 50% off of our machines, so that's desktops and laptops. We'll have plenty of machines available, and each purchase this year will come with a flash drive that will be between 128 and I believe 512 gigabytes. I don't know if we have several 1 terabytes, but I don't know if we'll be giving those away as part of the sale or not. Uh, This is to promote data backup. Oh yeah, it's always a good idea to have Backup and
0: multiple backups yep. too, and and like we've talked about, you know, never leave the backup in your drive or yep. in your computer because if it gets hit by lightning, then your backup
1: yep gone. <laughs> Each instance of way you can save data, they all have their pros and their cons. The oh, the yeah. thing that we always mention the most is just more backups are better than sure. fewer backups. So if you have one on your computer, one on your flash drive, one on an external hard drive, one on a cloud-based storage, oh, yeah. you 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 have a fairly secure backup. Oh, yeah. Something like that is better than having just if we give you the USB flash drive, if you back it up to the USB drive, but you leave the USB drive in your computer, it's not considered a backup at that point because right. it's all part of the one machine. If it gets struck by lightning, it could yeah. potentially fry the USB stick as well. So it would be something you'd want to plug in, back up to, and then unplug. And then that way, when it's unplugged, you have a separate data storage. Backup. Oh, wow.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome.
1: Um, I wanted to bring
0: up, too, Windows 11. They're going to add pass keys yep. now to uh, that. And for those people who don't know what pass key is, w- want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, it's just a very strong password. Um uh, there's. I'm not sure if the pass keys is the pass uh, password storage. Mm-hmm uh sure. program that uh-huh. they have where it just it auto logs you into a lot of different things it keeps and, your passwords safe and secure and i think they're bringing the
0: the face recognition to it i think as part of their passkey is what the article i, I was reading said uh-huh. about that so that would be great be yeah. great to have that a m- little easier for people that don't want to keep a you know keep that little pin number yep. or that
1: password around to unlock their computer yeah windows has used facial recognition unlocking for quite a while now, so to use it to uh, use your facial recognition to access the passwords that you have stored in your passkey and to auto-log into like your Google account, your Apple account, any other major accounts that you would have, Um, it's a little bit more secure than the two-factor authentication because, unfortunately, you can fake images, but... uh, uh, sometimes I often wonder too though if you have like identical twins or triplets
0: yeah. mm-hmm. how that how it knows
1: you know the difference I don't because- think it actually does I think that's something that somebody did a test on quite a while ago and absolute identical twins and triplets are able to bypass each other's biometric stuff most of the time uh. fingerprints are completely and totally unique so fingerprints are different but at least the facial recognition if it's just looking for key features in your face and a Thank you if it's looking for, yeah. uh, uh, I mean, identical twins. If they look identical, yeah. there's no difference between them at all. Yeah, you know. they can bypass each other's facial recognition stuff.
0: Or even, or even two. You know, like everybody says, you ha- they, everybody has a twin out there. You know, maybe yeah. they're not identical, mm-hmm. but at least uh, similar enough. Similar enough. You have
1: enough of the same features. Yeah. Maybe the same haircut. Yeah. If we're both wearing glasses <laughs> that are similar, yeah. That uh, facial recognition <laughs> it is very strong because it's there at the point in time. It's harder to bypass over the internet or remotely, but yeah, there are certainly some some flaws with it if it picks up somebody that's you know, not the person that's supposed to be
0: unlocking it. Yeah, I just, I've, I just often wondered about that. And then uh, I wanted to bring up Meta. They're doing AI now yeah. in their chat box where uh, it's the WhatsApp app, the Messenger,
1: the Instagram, and they're trying to base it on celebrities. Yeah, I did think that was cool. The main thing I took from that article is that all of the uh, programs that you just mentioned, they will have their own unique tailor-made AI as part of it. It rivals the uh, some of the major ones that exist, but it's they did. It is a custom-made one that they built from the ground up, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's you can choose different celebrities that you would have that you would be interacting with. So, like one of them was Snoop Dogg. <laughs> if you want to ask Snoop Dogg to plan your trip to Italy or something like that, like, he could assist you with that. And some of them are actual like. Um, there was like a credit advisor, I think that was more of like a business type person oh, that yeah. you could choose to have somebody that you would speak to like at a bank or you could choose to have Snoop Dogg. I'm not saying Snoop Dogg couldn't work at a bank, but you wouldn't expect <laughs> him to he's no, very much a personality. So
0: yeah, I just wondered how that would all, that would all work out. It'd be cool though. It'd be talking to yeah. Snoop,
1: you know, but it is kind of <laughs> cool. This sort of AI that it has been implemented in this stuff, it is generative. So it builds, uh, its responses are tailor-made to you specifically. So as you, you interact with it more and more it gives you more of what you're looking for necessarily it is going to be very cool very useful sort of thing um yeah i I definitely it's one thing that i really thought was interesting is that they are they also added the uh ai art is built into this so you can use a uh a a code that is just backslash imagine and give it a prompt, and it will create for you artwork that is completely and totally unique. That it references other artwork on the internet, but <laughs> it's not something that has been created before. So, this is the uh, the, it's very similar to like the Doll E and the oh, man, I yeah, can't think of the other one. Yeah, I'm having a hard time cool. thinking of the specific right. names of stuff, but you're, you're right. Yeah, I know what you're talking about too. Yeah, but it, it rivals those ones. One of the ones that won the Boston Art AI generative contest not too long ago it's just amazing to me how much this ai has taken
0: off and it's like i feel like everything's getting incorporated into that yes it is and now uh, windows 11 i mean they're they're done it or was it bing or no edge incorporated their little chat box ai yeah bing does
1: have edge did incorporate it is bing's ai and this uh actually said that it will reference Bing's AI so that uh, you'll have the AI from the Microsoft-built programs that will be referencing if it needs to look on the Internet for things. It will actually be referencing another AI bot, which will search the Internet for these sort of things. It, these are tools yeah. that they have been implementing in uh, different programs, and it does really really up the convenience factor of these things. Sure. It makes them a lot easier to use. It makes them a lot more concise. It is capable of understanding what you're wanting to ask it necessarily. So I do like that they are putting these things in there just for the, I mean, if you type in like egg sandwich, it's not going to give you just, a, a list of things that you can click on and go through, it's going to give you uh, more than likely the most popular result, and it's going to actually give you specific things to suggest. Oh, we know you like vegetables, so you should put tomatoes and Oh, et cetera on there. So as you use it more and more, it will kind of develop its own personality based off of you. So it'll be almost like you're talking to a friend on the internet who knows what sort of things that you want. And wait, oh, wow. That'd yeah. be, that'd be crazy though. That it knows, knows yeah. me more than I know myself, you know, it does make these devices <laughs> a lot more personal. Oh yeah. So while we have all of my accounts linked to my phone, I've got photos on there. If you the AI was part of it and somebody stole my phone and they gained access to it, they would be able to essentially, uh, reference my personality in general. Oh, the AI has mentioned this numerous times. Oh, it keeps track of this sort of thing. So you get a much clearer picture of the actual, like who I would be as a person, as opposed to just the, the, my name, my street address, my login information, my banking habits, that sort of thing is, is important but uh it's easier i don't i'm not saying it'd be just for advertising but it is easier to advertise to somebody if you know exactly what they're looking for and exactly what they want yeah because with the
0: advertising i mean they're already getting your information you know selling it as soon as you say something because i feel like your phone's always listening to you Mm -hmm. and all of our devices are connected so (laughs) oh yeah yeah. for sure we need to take a quick commercial break. (laughs) News and talk. Welcome back to the BLH Show and 92.7 WMAY. Well, everybody's starting to get their new iPhone 15s. And apparently Apple's warning people that there's difference in cords. And I guess phones are starting to overheat well, because of the cords. Am I, am I understanding this correctly? There
1: haven't been any reports of it overheating yet, but it is there saying that it is a potential it is a possibility and what they're saying is as far as usb c cords go there are i think four different variations to usb c cords not all usb c cords are created equally and they are not distinct in any way so unfortunately it is almost impossible for you to tell just as a consumer if your usb c cord transfers video data or not So that's one thing in particular that different variations of USB-C cords do. Some are made for transferring massive amounts Mm. of data quickly. Some are made for strictly charging purposes only, so they actually can't transfer data or video data. They're not labeled in any way, so it's very difficult for you to tell if you have this particular cable or not. And what this Apple store has announced is um, the... I'm not sure what which one has which, but the, the Android USB-C cords and the Apple USB-C cords, one of them is a 7-pin connector and one of them is a 9-pin connector. Oh, and yes. they are saying the 9-pin connectors, the space between them is a little tiny bit smaller, and there is potential for it to overheat if it is used on Apple's charging devices. So, unfortunately, there is still the difference, and you will need to purchase an Apple-certified part. I wonder how they would tell, though, if I... Use the an Android
0: cord versus yeah. the Apple cord. Yeah, I, I don't know how they could tell. I'm, really I don't, There might be
1: burn marks on the actual components, but at that point, we'd be talking near microscopic, so it... Now, I don't know. I mean, I've, I
0: have an iPad Mini 6, which uses the USB-C. Now, I've never had any issue with my Android device and that iPad Mini 6 because it uses, that, like I said, that USB-C. So yeah. I've never had any issue. So I was kind of surprised to see this about the iPhone
1: 15 maybe yep. having this sort of issue. New and I think it is both sides of the coin where it almost seems like Apple is trying to say, hey, only buy Apple-certified parts, sure. that obviously obviously helps increase their profits but if it's physically different if it will cause physical damage to your components then it makes sense for you to only buy apple certified parts because they were original i mean they were against
0: doing the usb c for the, yeah. for the longest time until they were forced by the eu to Switch it over yep. because less waste for uh, everybody. Basically, but it also
1: it doesn't make sense for them to enforce that if there are multiple different USB yeah. cords and they're not identified. I mean, if we have like a green. Wire down one of oh, them, yeah. or like a yellow line sure. down one of them, or something to so that you would know. There's oh, no red, standard. Red transfers video data. Green transfers electrical. Sure. Charging.
0: Yeah, there needs to be. I think there needs to be some sort of standard
1: yes. put in place for the different cords. Because you're yeah. right, you do, you don't know. I and- think the only way that you will know is if you take the end of it and you put it under a microscope and you look at the actual how many connectors and you're like, oh, this one has nine, so it's capable of doing this. This one has seven, so it's capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. That's that's not something even us at BLH, that's not something we would do.
0: I'm going to say not something the average probably person would do, no. to be to be honest. I know I wouldn't do like
1: it. <laughs> I don't know how many people even own a microscope that they would be able to look at how many connectors are on the end of your USB-C cable to see if it what it will charge just you it take,
0: take your take your phone take a little picture of it and blow it up that way It'd yeah that's actually
1: the a decent way to do it but closest yeah. way to a microscope that i've got
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah i don't i don't know i mean hopefully that's not the case hopefully it doesn't you know cause them to catch fire yeah. or, or overheat like they're like it's saying but generally yeah. though with apple i mean i've I've learned the hard way is I generally buy Apple stuff. You know, if I'm going to buy an Apple product, I buy like the AirPods, you know, the Apple branded, the Apple branded cords. I've just, like I said, I've learned the hard way.
1: But then that goes back to the argument of if Apple is going to have USB-C cords that are different from other USB-C cords, they should be included with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't not come in yeah. the in the box,
1: and they should have that charger. So we're almost and, right around to the exact same thing of they're trying to cut down on electronic waste, but if these components are unique and different, you need to include one with it. So to make sure that my—I mean, there might be a difference between the iPhone 15 USB-C cord and whichever iPad you have USB-C cord. The Mini 6. Yeah, so there might be a difference between those as far as charging capability, data transfer— Video data. Sure,
0: yeah. And you it shouldn't be that way, but yeah, it might, it might be that way. We don't, I don't know for sure. So hopefully
1: but. <laughs> with the EU coming up with these standards for things, hopefully they kind of lock down on something like that. I, that was actually something I actually, when we first started talking about the USB-C cords on this radio show and yeah. with Apple moving over to this and I am talking several months ago, I was doing a little bit of research and found that out myself. Like, Oh man, all these USB-C cords, they are different. There is a distinct difference between them that is, not known to the right. average person,
0: right? Or even uh, us well, and uh, my a friend of mine, he found out that, like you were saying, there's one for the data, one for power. And in his car, required the data, and he kept getting these cords, ordering the USB-C cords that were only for power, but he needed a data cord, and I just so happened to have one, so I gave it to him, so he wow. could have the the data cord, because I didn't need it at the at the time anymore. So, yeah, it's it's really crazy, and like you said, they're not labeled. That's yeah. the that's, that's the, the worst thing. Yep. that's the worst worst
1: part. They need, like I said, they need to have a standard. Yep. I mean, Cat five, Cat six cables are all labeled. Most right. of other cables have some kind of marking, marking. built into yep. them or label on them, USB-C cords, or even the difference between USB-1, USB-2, and USB-3, there's a color difference yeah. in the the end of the, the component, the plug-in. So if it's got a blue connector to it, you know it's a USB 3. If it's red, it's USB 4, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. But, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I just learned something to do yep. that. <laughs> That's the least common one that is available. It transfers, I think it's 10 gigabytes per second, something oh. along those lines. I, I don't remember exactly, but there's at least a color difference between the ends of the connectors of those cables. So you know if I need to plug this into a USB 3.0 uh, slot, Sure. it has to have the same blue connector to it. So oh, you yeah. plug it in. Yeah, okay, I guess on the computers, yeah, I guess it does, they are
0: color-coded on there. And the cables
1: themselves are also color-coded for that as well. So if you plug a USB 2.0 into a USB 3.0, it still functions mostly like normal, unless whatever you're doing, such as my... Index, my VR, it has to be Plugged into a USB 3 slot It Um, will not function if it's plugged into a USB 2 It has to be plugged into At least a USB 3.0 slot Wow So it requires (laughs) it, it needs it, I have to have it If it doesn't require it, like most USB mice You can plug them into Any any slot. them, yeah, and they typically work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then I wanted to bring up the uh, batteries, um, the Tesla batteries. Um, I thought we could talk about that too here with uh, the, what is it? Uh, Ford is not going forward right now with the uh, battery plant
1: in Michigan, I think it is? Mm -hmm. Yep. Ford has decided to stop building the battery plant in Michigan, and this is due to the fact that uh, Tesla's sales on EV machines is like 90-something percent of the market. Holy cow. All the other, I think it says 16 of them, all the other 16 manufacturers that create electronic vehicles combined don't even add up to half of what Tesla sells. I mean, Tesla just owns the market.
0: Yeah, wow. And that's why they're doing the standard for their chargers, too. Yes. We need to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be
2: right back after this.
0: Welcome back to the BOH show on 927 WMAY. And uh, we were talking before we got cut off about the, the batteries with Tesla and uh, Ford scrapping their their plant and I, I still wanted to continue to talk about that a little bit a little bit more if we
1: Yeah, I believe Tesla has their own plant here that builds batteries for their EVs. Ford was opening a plant in Michigan that they it was estimated to be three point five billion dollar Plant yeah. for making batteries, um, and they have actually stopped. They have paused construction on that because they don't think that the amount of Ford EV sales will end up being profitable in the long run. And I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to create a, a a business that is going <laughs> to fail in the long run. So that that's obviously makes sense, but we talked last week about uh, the Point. battery plant opening here in Illinois. Right. So China, uh, Chinese company Goshen is opening a battery plant that I'm not sure if they'll be sold to Teslas or if they'll be sold to all the other makers. If all of these battery if all the EV yeah. vehicles have a universal battery, that obviously creates a monopoly that somebody sure. then owns, which we're basically seeing as it is. That's part of the reason why they stopped this is because Tesla owns a vast majority of the EV market. Oh, yeah. Uh, they they I mean, created the infrastructure. Oh, they yeah. were some of the first to create these electric vehicles. <laughs> they are trying to do... Charging stations. Yeah, they're trying to do the, the uh, self full self-driving that oh, is yeah. getting caught on. Um, and yeah, if a lot of companies if they just can't compete with this sort of thing, if you can't compete with a 90% share of the market, there's no point in you creating this battery plant. Sure.
0: Yeah, and I, and they've these companies though, like with the charging station now, they're they're adapting the, the Tesla yeah. as the standard too. So, yep. so it's. Interesting how Tesla's, like you said, just kind of taking this and yeah, run with it and pretty
1: much. We talked about it years ago. They were wanting to build the infrastructure. They wanted to build oh, yeah. new chargers at more and more locations. They got people to use their universal oh, yeah. charging uh, component. So that's just more that goes towards Tesla. So even if these are Ford vehicles on the road, if they have Tesla components in them, right. they might be mostly a Tesla at that point. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, yeah. What point are they? Yep. And and that's the thing too. And with them wanting to put like standard batteries in all these vehicles, whether you use the whole battery or not, too, yeah. that's another thing I I don't think is right because you're carrying all that yep. that weight around. And it's just software,
1: software lock.
0: So funny talking
1: about that story where the guy had it repaired and part of the repair was, oh, the previous owner paid for a lower battery and then he got around the software lock, which he wasn't supposed to do. So you technically bought the lower battery. So we fixed that issue for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh, well, thank you for reducing my battery to get me in line with what the previous owner actually purchased. Appreciate it.
0: (laughs) And it's like in that software has just been a big importance on vehicles. It seems yeah. like um, we talked about, I think it was last week with the Kia cars, that lady had a, what was it, a 15? It was an older model Kia and her engine quit working yep. because of a software update that didn't happen. Six, and she had the,
1: seven years previous she
0: was supposed to have it done, I think. Yeah. Yep. And so one day you go out to your car, it doesn't start because of software not being updated. Yep. And it, that, to me, that's just crazy that they would do something like that. Yep prevent a vehicle not to run because of that
1: yep uh i mean we 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 do see a lot where if you buy a computer and it comes out of the box overheating because of the way that they built it the way that they set it sure a lot of the times they will uh, enable some kind of update or there will be some kind of recall where hey the fan runs at too high of a speed which creates an issue so you need to go into the bios and lower these numbers um I don't like that they put the onus on her since they just sent a software update out if she ignored the email or this was a a post mail that they sent it to her. I mean, a lot of people you get Spam junk. mail in the mail oh. all the time, and you just throw it away, whether you think it's legit or not. Same way with phone calls
0: too. You get those spam calls all mm-hmm. the time, and you know if they tried calling her. We, I mean, we don't know.
1: She said she lived there for what twenty-five years, yep. so I, I mean, I'm, it's a lot. It makes a lot more sense to update the the software on your phone, on your computer, on your oh, yeah. video games, for you to get a letter in the mail that says, "Hey, your car needs a major software update. Don't forget to do this major software update." I would. I, I think I would make sure I'd get that done. Yeah, well, being with, involved in the electronic community, I think I would be more likely to get it done as well. But that's something I could very easily see some car software update. Nah, it's whatever. It's not that big a deal. It just doesn't need to run a little bit better or something. But this was more of an update where yep. running the car at these current specs sure. causes hardware damage. It caused engine failure. Wow. It, yeah. it's, it's just amazing. Like you said, it's amazing to me
0: how software has become a big part of our lives, yeah. these updates. And then the, what was it, the iPhone 12 we talked about, too, over there in France, needing that software update yeah. a few weeks ago, too, because it was emitting too much radiation. radiation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which when it was first sold, it was within the the acceptable guidelines, some software update changed the tiniest little information. Yeah. If I go into the BIOS and I increase the amount of electricity that goes to my RAM, it will make my RAM run more efficiently, but it might cause it to overheat. It might cause hardware failure in other areas. Uh, if whatever physical metals built this yeah. device happened to give off slightly more radiation than they're supposed to, um, th- this was a, a, a Apple thing where they sure. changed something and then they were like, oh, wait, we need to change that back. So, yeah. hey, you got to download this very important update or your phone is giving off too much radiation. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. crazy that just an update though, To again, just an update. Yep will cause
1: that an update will cause it to do whatever crazy thing. And it's because of things like that. And because of security software controls hardware to such a ridiculous degree in this day and age that these major, automobile manufacturers, Ford, I believe was one of them, and GM as well, are actually talking about, in future versions of vehicles, removing some of these components. If they can't make them 100% safe and secure from being hacked, which, uh, honestly, 100% safe and secure is impossible. Right. Software is, it's just that game of cat and mouse that we always talk about. Well,
0: like you said, it's, it's virtually
1: impossible because the cars now, they're connected
0: to the internet. Yeah. So, as long as a car is connected to the internet. It's
1: never going to be 100%. There's a way to remotely access it. A- absolutely, and somebody targets you as a person and decides to, if they get any kind of access to this sort of stuff, uh, one of the Ford ones was the, uh, vehicle, they were able to take control of the brakes and the steering. Yeah. So while you're driving down the road, you lose brakes, Period. It doesn't work at all. And your power steering, I don't know how many people, how many of our listeners have tried to turn a vehicle when the power steering goes out. But your steering wheel doesn't just kind of glide like it would if you're just driving normally. It's like, yeah, you're actually struggling like you're in an action movie to turn the (laughs) wheel because it, it... that's the way it works with the physical components as far right. as the wheels go. So if you're driving down the road and they turn your power steering off or they turn your brakes off, that could have huge, drastic consequences. Or so, take control of it, you know? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, and they can see because a lot of these cars now have the cameras or the sensors Sense, point, yep. pointing everywhere. So they kind of know how you're going, where you're yep. going. They have probably have like a little GPS map pulled up you yep. know, on the back of their computer. So they
1: know where you're at. Even if it's not enabled because you didn't pay the onstar fee or sure. whatever the gps still goes to that vehicle it can still be it can still be reached in a way so these manufacturers they're actually they're going to stop including i'm not exactly sure what all oh, they didn't specify what they would be sure. refraining from including but i imagine it has something to do with just removing some of these right. components from the actual uh, ac- reachable software
0: that... And if they do that, then that kind of brings up another question to me is the automated cars, you know, like the the yeah. trucks and the semis that they've kind of pushed out in California. Uh-huh. We really don't have any of that here yet, That I at least that I know of. Right, I believe we don't. Or the automated taxis that they have going on where you can just put a cone and confuse
1: Mm -hmm. confuse the taxi. That's funny too. I've seen several videos of, I think there are pizza delivery vehicles where if they meet each other in the road, there's some kind of software lock where neither one of them move. They just stay where they're at and it it causes issues for Tra- the other travelers in the road kind of reminds me of the
0: old old westerns where the cowboys are out each other got their guns pulling yeah. their guns out except <laughs> the
1: difference is that cowboy is a person who other people can speak to right and, you know potentially convince one of the two to give their stance up and blah blah, blah. but this is a, right. See, really. a hard right physical cold they don't know lifeless, what to do. Yeah. device that is remotely controlled so you talking to it doesn't do anything at all. You'd have to talk to the software and if you don't have access to it then you just can't. Alright we got a call coming in let's take this call. Alright. Hello you're
0: on 92.7 the BLH show
2: Good morning
0: Good morning. morning
2: I am trying to copy some books on CD that I have to a thumb drive the car we now have no longer has a CD player is, is there any easy way to do that what I've been when, I, when I've been doing it I've, I've been using the uh, Microsoft uh, off the top of my head I can't remember the name of the program there but it's, it's, it's supposed to be able to do that but going through the CD and, and copying it it'll, it'll show that it's downloaded and transfer the information over to the thumb drive, excuse me, not, it doesn't say to the thumb drive, it just says copied into the quote library. And it shows up in my computer, but it stops recording with about two tracks left on each CD. Hmm.
1: Um, I mean, that sounds like a space issue, but if you're going from a CD to a computer, there shouldn't be any kind of I can't imagine there would be some kind of issue. Um, would there happen to be any kind of physical damage to the CD itself, maybe scratches or uh, just some kind of issue with the the physical media?
2: Doesn't appear to be.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the only other thing I can think of. Um, if you try and copy a file from something that has damage on it, it will either skip the file or it will just come with whatever issues it has into it. Um Yeah, unfortunately, uh, without actually seeing the files themselves, it's hard to know why it's not copying the last two of. You said it's each CD that it's not copying the last two of? Yes. Huh. Um, Maybe somewhere in the program that you're using, there's some kind of limit where it says, like, it only copy the first 10 or something like that. So I would check the settings on the program that you're using and see if there's any any kind of limitation on it. And you can always bring that. You can always bring this out to BLH. We will be there from 10 to 5 today. So we will be able to hook it up and getting a visual look on this stuff helps out quite a bit. Okay. All
2: right. Well, if I get, if I get the opportunity, I will. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for the call. caller. All right.
0: W.M.A.Y. Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to the BLH show on 92.7 W.M.A.Y. I wanted to bring up uh, cell phones uh, at plans, actually, at uh, Walmart is one of them. They have um, a new one called with SpaceX for $4.08 a month. I thought, wow, that's, that's really cheap, but you only get, uh, what was it? Unlimited data, um, I think for that unlimited talk and text and like 15 gigs, I believe, for that price.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's $4 per month. So if all you want to do is, if you just want to use your phone to use your phone, you don't care about social media, you don't care about yeah. sending videos, taking videos, that sort of stuff. This is the cheapest plan that we've seen for a prepaid oh. wireless device.
0: Wow, and it runs on the Verizon network too, I, I saw. So that was pretty good. Yep. But if you wanted to do, if you wanted like five gigs, I think it's 14.88, And if you wanted 30 gigs, it's 24 for yeah, the, for, and that's
1: still cheaper than oh yeah over almost every other mobile plan that you could get. Oh yeah, for Mint sure. Mobile has come out with a fifteen dollar a month plan that uh, right.
0: It's an unlimited plan, but I think it's just five gigs of regular hotspot data. And if you want to get, if you want to go a little bit more, um, you could get for $15 a month for the first three months, the 15 gig. After that, it's going to be 20 bucks a month, and then 25 for the 20 gig, and the unlimited is 30 bucks.
1: Yeah. So uh, let's see. So Walmart's offering for 25 bucks, 30 gigs of high-speed data, and. Uh, Mint Mobile is offering unlimited for $30. So these are very cheap plans. These are good yeah. for people if you're not trying to get tied down to. I mean, they come with data packages, but. Uh most of the time, when you start using a ridiculous amount that are of unlimited, they just throttle it. The, the only thing too is that I don't like about
0: the prepaid uh, versus the postpaid is they can change the price of this at any given time. Yeah. So yes, you may not be locked down in a in a plan, or maybe and it might be good for people just need a, maybe a temporary phone yeah. too, um, not something long term. That's the only reason I like the postpaid because they keep your price the same where you're not. Relying on that to change, you know, all the time.
1: Yeah. And T Mobile, on the other hand, they are placing more of their money in fiber. Yeah. So they have recently uh, gotten a deal where they are going to be running a fiber infrastructure. I don't remember where I saw. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah. Uh, Whereas the other ones, they are doing cheaper wireless plans. T-Mobile is investing in the actual infrastructure, sure. the actual backbone of fiber optics in areas, which is fantastic.
0: Yeah, because they're kind of following what AT and T's footsteps, because AT and has done a lot of fiber, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, in a lot of places. So yeah, so that's a that's a good investment. I mean, because everything's going to that high speed, the fast. We all want it. Mm-hmm. We all want it now yes, or yesterday. Yep. I feel like. So yeah, that's a great. And then AT and T their changed their unlock policy. If you want to take your phone to another carrier and want to unlock that phone, you've got to wait 60 60 days
1: instead of it being instant. They do say that that is in line with every other mobile manufacturer. And the idea behind it is to prevent theft. So if I steal a phone and I immediately transfer carriers from AT&T to Verizon, I, I can't think of how that would be an issue, but I'm also not a security expert. We do some security stuff, but as far as like stealing phones and transferring carriers and not being able to track that sort of thing, I, well i worked at, I worked in the wireless with Walmart years
0: years ago, and one of the things is is if somebody wanted to cancel the service, they could technically keep the phone but Walmart would get charged the money they were out the money and then they switched to the installment plans where you know the installment plans kind of work like a like a credit card I guess yeah. essentially, and people were trying to cancel the phone and take it to another carrier, well, then they stopped paying that installment plan, and they locked down the phone, and people were saying, well... At this time, it was a straight talk service. They're like, "Well, the phone quit quit working. Well, because you didn't play your installment with your other carrier, so yeah. they couldn't use their phone."
1: I mean, these are twelve, fifteen hundred dollar devices, absolutely. so it makes sense for them to try and make sure that try and uh, enable more security to make it harder to steal these devices. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And then the FCC—they're trying to ramp up efforts on the 5G in the rural areas. Yep. Um, that, I mean, I can definitely see that that needing to happen. Yeah. Because a lot of these a lot of you know, a lot of the farmers and everything, they rely more, I think, on the cell towers now because that's the only way they can really get reliable. Yeah,
1: or GPS, which is uh that's barred by weather related issues. So if it's a stormy, cloudy day, your devices don't find the GPS location. With as connected as every one of our devices are, there are those blackout spots within certain areas with, sure. inside the United States. Oh, so absolutely. something like this, T-Mobile uh, wanting to do the infrastructure. Yeah, absolutely. And this, yeah, it's it's,
0: it's it's great. Yeah, to get get that there. And what was it last week? We talked about uh, AT and T with the uh, satellite phone. I believe it was yeah, with the made Samsung the first satellite S22. call. Yep.
1: The yes. first actual satellite call from a cell phone to a satellite tower that was in a dead zone in Maui, I think is where it yes, was. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, they are figuring out ways to make sure everything is connected. There is a full blanket of connectivity. I mean, in our program that we had with Fritz a while ago, where we talked oh, about yeah, the housing the, market, smart homes. Um, and smart homes, yeah, that's. That is an actual buy or don't buy factor. You might love everything about this house. The price is great. What's the network connectivity like? What's the cell phone right. service like? Oh, if I actually do not get cell phone service in my house, I'm not going to live there. Right. So because these homes, they will... Be refused to be purchased if you just don't have an internet connection right. out to this area. Because
0: mo- most people, uh, most people that get homes, you know, they don't get a landline like we yep. back in the day. We all had that landline with that cord, and yep. you know, we were tied to that cord. We all use cell phones. We've most people have gotten rid of their their landline. So if they yep. don't have a good cell connection, yeah.
1: I don't remember who it was. We talked a couple of weeks ago about uh, canceling the DSL service. So oh, AT and T. Uh, yeah, AT and T canceled their DSL service. So now your only option. Is is satellite, sure. and if that it's barred by weather, that's one of the, the real big constraints to satellite service is that it's barred by weather. So, if there's anything in the way, if there's any kind of issue, you just don't get internet connectivity. So, that connects that or that convinces people not to purchase property,
0: yeah. And, and especially if you were a gamer and you moved out to a place you know that didn't have it. And yep. your console—that's what it relies on—is that internet yep. connection.
1: Well, a lot of bills nowadays—they don't—they actually don't have a central location where you could like mail a check to. You have no. to pay for it online. Absolutely. Um, there are certain things with the states, like the state of Illinois. If you need any kind of like unemployment benefits or to search for any kind of like government or government type job, you can only do that online now. You, right. Even if you go to the areas, they tell you to visit their website. All right. How do they get a hold of you? Speaking of websites, you can come to blhcomputers.com. Uh, You can visit us online at our Facebook or our Twitter X page, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Our Springfield location, 1832 Stevenson Drive, is open until 5 p.m. today. Our Taylorville location, 123 West Main.